Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of Oh, the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wow, we're doing this early and it's just like you're tired. No, I'm just I just forget. That's right. We were supposed to we're supposed to go see Sting tonight. No, so. not supposed to. We are going well, to see we Sting are going tonight. To see Sting. So we decided that we would record our show a little earlier today, and Cheryl's just uh a little I'm normal. I'm no, me. Normal. Okay. <laughs> I'm just me. It's normal, Cheryl. Well, we've got two stories on the Disney Parks blog. All right. And the first one is about Fantasmic celebrating 30 years uh, at the Disneyland Park. That's right. Uh, Fantasmic debuted in California at Disneyland on May 13th, 1992. So it is celebrating its 30th anniversary. However, it's not currently running in Disneyland. I feel like they should have to subtract out the time they didn't run it. That is true. So it's not hitting 30 years. All right. It'll, so it's, it's, like, hit, it's hitting like 28. It's like 28 and a half. <laughs> um, but a Fantasmic will return to the Rivers of America in Disneyland Park on May 28th. That's good news. So, yeah, it is. All right. There is a beginner's guide to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. That's right. These are the planned Disney pocket guides that we know are being put out. And these are being put out by the planned Disney panel Instagram site. If you've ever been interested in staying at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, you can check that uh, that planned Disney pocket guide out. It's a great place to stay. It is. It offers both cabins that accommodate up to six. They have tent sites available, and they have RV pads in three different sizes. Mm-hmm. So plenty of options for you at the uh, campgrounds. Very nice. Uh, all right. The Green Apple Churro has been... Uh, Announced. Announced. <laughs> That's right. There's a new green apple churro uh, in Disneyland at the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters churro cart. And it is a green apple churro with um, caramel dipping sauce. The churro itself is rolled in green apple flavored sugar and will cost five seventy five. If you want the caramel dipping sauce, it's an extra dollar. Um, yeah, I don't know. The story that we were looking at um, seems to think that maybe they weren't that delicious without the caramel. Was that, was right. that the deal? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think if you have a, an, a, an apple, caramel enhances the flavor. Well, definitely. Yeah. Um, New Orleans Square is slowly reopening the walkways as they finish the refurbishment at Disneyland. Yep, that's the whole story right there. Okay. Uh, what else is going on as far as refurbishment goes? Um, they're getting close to opening the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. And why do we know that? Because they've just added water back to the attraction. Uh, our last story noted that they had painted the coral uh, and added some additional coral in there. It looks so bright. Yep. So now you can see that the refilling process has begun. It is not yet completed. There's still some dry spots there. Um, and there is still no opening date. All right. <laughs> You're right there. I am. Okay. A lawsuit has been filed against Disneyland um, regarding their Magic Key program. That's right. This is a uh, class action suit from Janelle Nilsson. And uh, her lawsuit says that there are a lack of park passes despite the the fact that the Magic Key Holder program is not supposed to have block out out dates. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, if park reservations are full... You can't get in. So in a sense, they're saying that park reservations cause blockout dates. Yeah. And it's a problem because, yeah, there might not technically be blackout dates. So if you have um, one of these passes, you can go anytime you want. You just have to plan ahead by like four months. 
That's which right. is not really what people and want. And they, they limit annual pass holders to the number of days that you can actually reserve mm-hmm. ahead of time. Well, that's why you have to do it four months yeah. in advance. So the lawsuit uh, was uh, including a violation of Consumers Legal Remedies Act, violations of the false advertising law, violations of the unfair competition law, and breach of contract. Those four were actually dismissed. Uh, they are moving forward with the Central District Court of California um, on breach of contract and the Consumer Legal Remedies a- uh, Act. So okay. uh, we'll see where that goes. Alrighty. Always, uh, always a fun time going on at Disney. Well, yeah, somebody's always angry about something, right? Uh, the Encanto Mirabelle meet and greet is returning to Paradise Gardens Park at California Adventure. That's right. She had started meeting guests there back in November and then moved over to Disneyland Park. Uh, but it looks like the they have a an, an Encanto character meet and greet hut, um, and they have uh, themed it Encanto, so that is why they think that characters are coming. Uh, they have added uh, some um, theming. Uh, for Encanto, such as special doors and vines and paint and it's posters. It's so pretty. It is. Um, so uh, she will be returning uh, very soon to California Adventure. Fantastic. Uh, the hours for all four Disney World theme parks, theme parks have been announced. That's right. This is for the week of May 29th to June 4th. Magic Kingdom will open at 9, and it will stay open until 11 p.m. So that's a very long day there. Epcot will open at 8.30 and stay open until 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios will open at 8.30 and close at 9 p.m. And Animal Kingdom will start opening at 7.30 and close at 8 p.m. And reminder, if you are a Disney World Resort guest, you get in a half hour before those opening times. Very good. And uh, you can get a lot done in that half hour. You can. The pavement replacement project is starting next week on Center Street at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. Center Street is the little street as you're walking towards the castle. It's on the right-hand side. It's kind of like a little cul-de-sac. It's where they do the uh, the silhouettes. Uh, and the nice thing is, if you go down to the end of the street, there's some seating down is there. there. Is there that is. where the barbershop used to be? No, the barbershop is still there, but it's at the front of the park uh, over towards the firehouse. Ah, gotcha. So... Um, the Silhouette Kiosk may close or move temporarily during the construction, uh, and this uh, construction work is going to start on May 17th and is expected to last approximately four weeks. Okay. They installed a new guest relations sign at Epcot. That's right. Guest relations is currently closed. However, uh, a new guest relations sign has been installed, uh, and its uh, font matches that of the new signs for the Connections Cafe Connections Eatery and the Creation Shop, which mm-hmm. are all additional buildings inside the World of Celebration section of Epcot. Alrighty. Um, a guest tried to bring meth into Epcot. Yeah, you know, there's we've put together lists for people before. What to bring on a cruise, what to bring in the parks. You know, for a while, we like to tell people to bring mole skin with you in case you get a blister on right, your foot. Right, right. Um, well, you know what we've never put on our list? Meth. Meth or meth pipes. Um, But apparently a uh, gentleman was arrested on April 7th and charged with possession of meth and possession of paraphernalia for having a meth pipe with him. Uh, He hid it inside a black sunglasses, uh, in a black sunglass case. Uh, If you've ever been through Disney security, you know that that's a terrible place to put it. If he had just had it floating around in the bottom of his backpack or just in his pocket and he wasn't carrying any bags, it would not have been an issue. No. What a dummy. So, yeah, don't uh, don't bring your meth with you. No. Bad idea. Actually, how about this? Don't do meth. 
That's a better yeah, idea. Yeah, that's a better yeah. idea. Um, ex- excavation is underway outside of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant at Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. That's right. We've mentioned the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue before. It is a, going to be a new table service restaurant in Toy Story Land to the uh, right of Woody as you're walking into the land. Uh, and they have broken some of the ground between the construction walls and the building itself. And um, they're probably going to pave it because right now it is just dirt. Nobody wants Actually, just dirt. right now it's a hole. <laughs> okay. Um, the red car trolley has returned as a character kiosk in Hollywood Studios. That would be a caricature kiosk. Um, the red car trolley, we know they have one in California that people can actually ride yeah. in Disney's uh, California Adventure. This one is not rideable. This is a very small scale uh, Pacific Electric Company trolley, and it is um, a trolley-shaped kiosk. It is on the Sunset Boulevard section of Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, and it used to be a gift shop, and now it houses uh, caricatures. Okay. Or caricature artists who sit there and will do your stuff. Right. Red Carpet Dreams meet and greets at Hollywood Studios are no longer going to offer Lightning Lane. That's right, and this was effective as of Friday, May 13th. Uh, the Mickey and Minnie greet at the Red Carpet Dreams in Hollywood Studios is no longer offered as a uh, selection on the Genie Plus Lightning Lane. Standby queue is the only option to meet your favorite mice. Mm. Uh, and if you're wondering about this meet and greet, uh, Mickey greets guests in his Sorcerer's Apprentice outfit, and Minnie is dressed in Hollywood glam. Okay, cool. I, I think that a lot of times um, Genie Plus, Fast Pass, whatever the, you know, whatever they're using, just not really worth it for a character meet I and greet. I don't like it for character meet and greets or shows. Yeah. Uh, Moana, the Moana mural is on display at Disney's Animal Kingdom for the Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islanders Heritage Month. Or as I like to call it, A-A-N-H-A-P-I-H-M. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so there is some art from Moana that they've drawn on a wall at Discovery Island, uh, and it is to honor the, um, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, the Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So it's over by Flame Tree Barbecue. Um, it's on a backstage door next to the stage. Uh, it's very small, but it is a nice little photo opportunity if you like uh, Moana and the goddess Tefiti. Okay. And what do we have going on? We have no news about resorts, nothing about downtown Disney, and nothing about the cruise line. So how about a little entertainment? All right. You you do entertainment. That's not All my right. that's the, not my bag. The first entertainment story is that once again this week, Doctor Strange topped the box office. Uh, that was for the second straight week. It did fall sixty seven percent though, uh, so it was a steep drop. Um, you know, you talk about how how strong Spider Man was. Spider Man actually dropped sixty eight percent in its second week. Okay. So it's it's dropped a little less. Of course, it made a little less. Uh, initially. So um, it did finish ahead of Firestarter, which stars Zac Efron, which I believe is a uh, remake of the Drew Barrymore version of Firestarter. Now, as we all know, Zac Efron is a uh, Disney guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know what he has mentioned in an interview? What? That he says he would be interested in doing another high school musical film. Okay. Now, the funny thing is, if you look at him, he's definitely had some work done. Right. Yeah, he he does not look like high schooler Zac Efron. Of course, I believe that was also like 14 years ago. Right. Well, I would hope he wouldn't want to be still playing a high schooler. No, one would hope that he was at least a teacher at this point. Right. Uh, the first movie was what, 2011? 
Yeah, and they were talking. There was talk of doing a High School Musical four in 2016, and that never happened. Um, in other entertainment news, do you know who was supposed to appear in Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness? No. There was rumor that Daniel Craig was going to appear. Okay. Um, and uh, they had wanted him to play. Let's see, uh, Mr. Fantastic. So the role that went to uh, John Krasinski. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so very interesting little fact. Uh, that was all the entertainment news. How about stuff from Universal Studios? All right. Um, more structures have been erected in the future site of Universal's new epic universe theme park. That's right. Uh, they've gone vertical. They have a bunch of pads, uh, still a bunch of dirt and holes there. Uh, but they have gone up on some structures. Uh, no idea what's going where yet, uh, as they have not yet rolled out any type of um, any type of maps. Uh, but there is rumor uh, where the steel frame is going up that that is going to be an attraction for the Ministry of Magic All from right. the latest Harry Potter universe uh, series. The what, what is that? The universe of Dumbledore? Or? I don't know. Oh, I'm Fantastical not... Beasts. That's what it is. Okay. All right. Um, Universal Monsters have taken over the All Hallows Hula Boutique for summer at the Islands of Adventure. That's right. So if you want to see your monsters decked out in Halloween, uh, Halloween in summertime uh, <laughs> styles, you can head over there. It's pretty interesting to see uh, Frankenstein decked out in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Uh, it has a real 50s beach vibe to it. So uh, you may want to check that out because that's probably the only place you're going to see classic monsters for a while. Aww. And that's because... Um, the Classic Monsters Cafe is permanently closed. That's right. The Classic Monsters Cafe had three dining rooms uh, themed around Frankenstein, Wolfman, and Dracula, I believe. Um, and it was a great place to go for some 50s nostalgia. And um, it's, it's permanently closed. That's a bummer. It had good theming. Yeah. And, but there's rumor it may open up as a Minion Cafe, which mm. is very popular out in Hollywood, apparently. I guess. All right. Um, SeaWorld's chief financial officer is going to be retiring amid the company's bright future. That's right. We've talked before about how SeaWorld has had trouble getting CEOs, and it seems to have been a revolving door for them for a while. Um, but uh, their CEO, who goes by the name of Castro Galassi, uh, has stated it is time to move on uh, to the next chapter, uh, and they're going to be searching uh, for a new uh cfo what do they do to these to these people that uh, makes them move on so quickly i don't know but uh she was in an interim she was the cfo in an interim role uh from april 2020 to may 2021 and before that from september to november of 2019 uh the current ceo had been the ceo prior to that um so it was just a bunch of uh you know, replacement people coming in. Uh, she's going to stay on as long as she can uh, in order to ease the transition. Uh, so, um, you know, they are going through a, an incredible uh, record, time of record earnings. So their finances are actually very good, mm -hmm. uh, even though people don't like the fact that they have, you know, orcas and animals and uh, some people, and, some people don't like it. Um, they are moving to more of a theme park, though, and getting away from the animal aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Although they still have conservation and rescue efforts that go on. So that's it. We are off to see Sting. Uh, so until Wednesday, I'm Tony, and I'm Cheryl, and you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye -bye.